I'm gonna tell you what it is, okay? It's a dumbass white movie about some dumbass white girls getting their white asses cut the fuck up, okay? Yeah, I suppose Sandra Bullock is Miss Ethnicity, right? Well, no, all I'm saying is that the horror genre is historical for excluding African American elements. Well, look how you get your PhD in black cinema, sister soldier. everyone it is spooky season officially well technically started in september but it is now the month october my powers are back i feel renewed i am risen um bewitching time is here as we're taping this and i have a such a special guest today we've been twitter like fingering each other (laughs) for like a few (laughs) weeks if that's the appropriate thing to say um her name is jessica guest of Black Girl's Guide to Horror. Welcome her to the show. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Like this, this is awesome. Um, thank you for having me on. <laughs> it took it took some time. I will tell you guys, it, it was a scheduling nightmare on my behalf, and I apologize, but Jessica's been like rolling with the punches. So I just appreciate you so much for being flexible. Um, if you don't know, just like our friends over at um, Horror Queers, we let our guests pick their episodes, and it's kind of like a my way to go. Okay, so also, who actually that's not true for you. I just told you we were doing the craft. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Nor I just was talking bullshit for a second. Normally we would let you pick, but in particular for October, I really want to do the craft because, of course, every time October comes around, it's the first thing on Halloween or mm-hmm. the thirty-one days. So. Well, I did choose the day though. You did give me like, cause there were like, That's there true. were, yeah, there were like options and I saw the craft and I was like, no, I want to do that. So. Okay. Yeah. Good. So I, I didn't completely make that up. We're so excited to talk about the craft today, but first I want you to, to tell people everything about Black Girl's Guide to Horror and, and how you came up with it and, and where's it going from here? Just break it all down for us. Right, so um, I'm Jessica Guest. I'm a writer, teacher, um, horror aficionado, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I came up with Black Girls Guide to Horror uh, the, the summer after I graduated from my uh, creative writing MFA program. And basically, I was looking for something to do while like looking for a job that wasn't mind-numbing like the job hunting process was and um i just wanted to talk about horror movies because for the past three years in my grad program like we were talking we were i was learning all this stuff about craft and like you know story structures and this genre that i had been looking at my entire life i was starting to see it with new eyes right so i the one the my first blog post was basically just me I, I I didn't want to burden my friends anymore with my bitching about things. So I decided to write about this one movie that I have a love-hate relationship with called um, um, All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. Yes! Because, yeah, yeah. I have such a love-hate relationship with that movie because I feel like it's filled with potential, wasted <laughs> potential. There's just wasted potential all up and through that movie. It could have been, in my opinion, a great slasher, and yet it falls short. Um, there are some good things about it, but I just feel like some things are wasted. So I wrote a whole blog post about that. And then like, as it progressed, I started looking more at like, you know, horror in terms of intersectionality, like in horror in terms of like, where are, where are the black women? (laughs) One. Um, Yeah. Where are they? (laughs) Where are they? Where are black final girls? Where are, and like, I know a lot of people like to talk about where are black final girls and ID too, but also where are black female villains? That's the thing. Thank you. If anyone has any reason to be upset in a serial killer, it's us. (laughs) It's us. Exactly. So I'm just like, where are we in the, in, in, in the horror genre um where where are we where where can we see ourselves kind of a thing um and i'm also looking for it in terms of like i also try and expand because i'm like if if i'm not seeing myself i know there's other people who are not seeing themselves Mm -hmm. like where are native american characters where where Mm -hmm. are lgbt characters where where are everyone like who's not white and straight and cis like where are these people um because like horror horror fans come in all shapes sizes creeds like 
whatever. And yet it's, I feel it's really uh, disheartening when you look at this thing you love and you don't really see too much of yourself in it. I would um, say it's the most um, not in, non-inclusive genre. I think even sci-fi is more inclusive than horror, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too, honestly. It's, um, it's just, and I, it's so weird, but, um, but that's just how it's been for so long. I know it's getting a little bit better, but uh, I wanted to talk about that on the site. I wanted to just talk about things I like. Where it's going now, uh, I need to write more. Yes, <laughs> you do. Yeah, I need to put more on there. But part of my problem is that like right now it's on WordPress and I want to switch to uh, Squarespace or some other thing because like they keep changing how like, like every time I get used to how they like change, like, how you write your things in there to like get it all SEO, whatever. The updates, yeah. They, uh, they've they updated, updated it. so many, and I'm so sick of learning it. So um, I'm gonna go over probably to Squarespace. I wanna, I wanna start doing more, but also this pandemic, I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I, see, I, I forgot, I'm sorry. Cause when you said I need to write more, I assumed you were talking about screenwriting. You're talking about oh, your blog, yeah, which no, I, no. I do want you to do your blog, but I'm going to encourage you the same way I encourage Zena, who is the real queen of horror. When yes. she came on to do our mom episode, we need more black female screenwriters in horror. It can't just be me and like Vita Costa and Casey Lemons and Chris Courtney Martin. Like it just can't be us by ourselves. So yeah. if you need a tutorial and you need a class about breaking down a screenplay, I got you. <laughs> No, I, I agree. And I actually have something that I, it's in the beginning stages, but I'm working on it. Um, I know, I know how to write a screenplay, but it's like, where, after you write it, what do you do? You give it like, to I me, know. you give it to me and I'll pass it on, please. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Okay. I'm not kidding. I'm really not kidding. I had the same conversation with Zena. All the wealth of knowledge that Zena has, and I know you know Zena, because I think you guys yeah. tape together. All the wealth of knowledge, and she knows the genre in, inside out, and the same thing with you. If y'all just wrote, <laughs> we could have some really quality horror, not just with black people, black women in it, but just, you know, the franchise, you know, the, the genre has not been that great with stories. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's another <laughs> so, thing. Yeah. It's like, woo. <laughs> like, Zena was on the Ma episode, okay? Like, and she picked it, but it was kind of like, we got to talk about Ma. <laughs> wow that one that one another another wasted potential wasted potential we yeah. were so close right you sp you spoke about like where's our black female villain ma was close but it was not, yeah. it was not executed and then you know i recently caught up on alien versus predator and i was like Sanai Lathan, why didn't she get like a trilogy out of this she is such a badass she was a badass. <laughs> mm -hmm. I remember that movie had a big impact on me when I saw it. I saw it when I was like maybe 12 or so. Mm -hmm. I don't know when it came out, but I saw it when I was like maybe 12. And just seeing her in that that role, it meant everything to me. And you're right. That, that movie should have like spanned like she should have gotten so much out of this. It was an she amazing premise. I love the premise of her I like- I love the premise. So, siding with the predator and him right. like marking her. And I was just gang, like- Gang, gang. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, where is her franchise? Where is her spin-off? Why hasn't she become like Charlize Theron kicking ass everywhere? She proved that she could do it. I don't understand, you know, if, if Sanai Lathan leaves this earth only known as Biden, Beyonce's face, I will be pissed. Like. <laughs> Sorry, Sonata. but she had franchise potential and she Alien did. versus Predator, and I don't know where we went left, but she was, she, I think she's like the only final girl that sticks out to my mind, and I'm sorry for me as black women that comes to mind, like she was the final girl. So. Yeah, I feel like her, I feel like Jada in uh, oh. Demon Knight. Yeah, 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 yeah Jada, that's um, right. Yeah, and then like you have to think about like what, Cause like, there's a thing that I think about sometimes about like what we actually classify as a final girl. Like, because some people think it's only Randy. like, if you're in, right, exactly. It's only if you're in a slasher. That's what some it's people true. think. And then some people are like, no, it's just any horror in general. Cause Randy. if you only, then she's the only one. She's <laughs> the only one. Slasher, she's the only one. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah. We have, if you guys haven't listened, we, um, we did do a, I know what you did or I, what, what, I still know. I, I still, still know. know what you did last summer uh, episode last year where we gave Brandy and Makai all the flowers in the world um, because real quick, this is a side part because we just watched Brandy's verses. Y'all don't understand. Brandy at that time was recording music on TV in movies like 
she was that girl. She was. <laughs> and, and she can act and she can sing. And she, mm-hmm. so. She was, Cinderella. Cinderella. She, she was our Cinderella. She was our Cinderella. So to see yeah. Randy, and I still know he did last summer, and she survived was a big deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was. It was. All right. Yeah. So you're going to write more. You're, you got a script done. You're going to pass it to me so <laughs> we can get gone <laughs> because uh, <laughs> this is, it can't just be like six of us. It's got to grow. Hence why I reached out to you and, and Zena because I was like, I actually feel really bad that I don't know a lot of black women in the horror space. And it's not because they're not there. It's because I'm not going out to look for them. So I made it a point this season. I'm like, I have to go out and I have to find y'all and we got to talk. Um, so I'm so excited that we made this happen. So we're going to get into it, though. <laughs> um, I want to start. We are talking the craft today, people, because we yes. are the weirdos, mister. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but we can't talk about the 1996 craft without <laughs> talking about this trailer. The hard thing about working in this industry, y'all, and doing this podcast is that when I want to give honest feedback, and I'm always going to give honest feedback. I'm not going to ever hide. But um, I try not to put it on my Twitter because you just never know which one of my friends worked on that project. (laughs) Please don't trash my project. So I do it on this podcast where it's a little isolated. um, And then in the DMs. (laughs) My DMs are shady as hell if they ever got leaked. (laughs) Um, Did you watch the trailer? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So. I watched it like twice, I think. Yeah. So, oh, do you want me to go first? You go first. (laughs) I'll save my shade for the end. (laughs) So, okay. When I first heard they were doing this reboot, I was not excited, impressed. I was like, leave perfection alone. Why do you people keep messing with greatness? Like, it it just, it, it was amazing. Why do this? Like, why? What can you possibly get out of this? Money. And so, yeah. Well, but I mean, a lot of these, re- I feel like, are these reboots even doing well? Like, a lot of them, I feel like they take. It's not about do they do well or not. It's about the fans will show up. Like, I'm still going to watch it. Uh, it's yeah. about the fans. So as long as they make that weekend quota, they really don't care if you guys don't like it or not. That's the behind the scenes truth for y'all. IP, intellectual yeah. property, sells because of loyal. That's why Star Wars has been sucking for the last 10 years but people still show up to see it out of nostalgia so yes i'm gonna see the craft anyway continue with your trailer (laughs) well okay so then this trailer dropped and i watched it and i will say i i was intrigued i was intrigued by the trailer but if we were talking about the original and as brilliant as the original was the problems that the original had with the only black female character in Rochelle. She was the one who got the least amount of a story, the least amount of screen time, the least amount of like, you know, page space, everything. So when I'm looking at this trailer, I feel as though it looks like they're going to do the same exact thing (laughs) with the, the, I don't know what her name is in, in the craft or what the actress's name. Oh, lovey. So, uh, Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But um, oh, uh, in the movie, Rochelle. Well, oh, they're they're using the same names. Oh, actually, I don't know. Sorry, you're right. Because like they, I would, I I don't think so. Because like they have a picture of Nancy, and that'd be strange. Let's find <laughs> it, guys. All right, according to IMBD, Lovey Simone, who is yeah. gorgeous. Her her name is not listed on IMBD. Only Kaylee uh, Spinney's under Hannah. Okay, so, so I wonder yeah. if they're saving that. If they're saving. Are these the children of the crab people? I thought. I that's where know, we're going. Oh. I thought. I thought so. Because their names aren't listed here. If they listed the names, it would give away. God dang it. Yeah. I'm thinking that's what they might be doing. That's annoying. That, <laughs> I, and that's what they're going to do is like the twist or something. I don't know. But I, but anyway, going back to the trailer, like I, I'm afraid that they're going to do the same exact thing. Um, and it's like, have you learned nothing from like this? And like from from people telling this genre you're doing horrible when it comes to representation like absolutely horrible like yeah. you need to do better i mean they I, they didn't have mm-hmm. to have one black girl either i'm like just because the craft had one you could have had two you could have all mm-hmm. like what's this whole like oh there was a black girl there so let's make sure we stick in one yeah like, that's why i'm thinking it's kids 
yeah. <laughs> the children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have a, I have a feeling. At least, if not one or all of them will be children. Um, I think at least Sarah. I feel like the the main character, she'll probably her kid will probably pop up in there somewhere. Oh, but um, because somehow they had a Polaroid of Nancy. I was like, a Polaroid? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, and then someone pointed out that was like a moment where no one had a camera. Like that was a still of her in the bathroom with them, and I was like, no one was taking pictures in that scene. Manon, <laughs> Manon did it. <laughs> <laughs> This is like, Someone oh said my. on Twitter, it's the CW version of The Craft, because it, it, it looks, it looks like, like that. It. If you watch mm-hmm. this trailer, first of all, my biggest issue is, is and it may be a, a, a sign of the times, in the 90s, you know, when we watched like 90210 Hope Beverly Hills and all the shows, everyone is older playing teenagers, mm-hmm. but there's a reason for that, because they were very sexualized. So it's like, we don't want these actual 15-year-old girls being sexualized. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll hire a 30-year-old girl who looks like she's a teenager enough. Like, Scream is very an example of that. Um, Ned yeah. Campbell, um, they, they were not actually 16, 17. They're like in their 20s, early to mid to late 20s. And it mm-hmm. was okay, because it was a lot about virginity and sex in there, and of course, being murdered. So it's like, oh, great. These girls look like children. Yeah, these are little girls, and I. It makes me already uncomfortable. Especially, are, are we going to continue with the sexual assault storyline from the original? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know how much they're going to carry over with, but it already looks a little. Sorry, my cat is being annoying. <laughs> but um, it already looks like Lifetime there might be craft. some. Yeah, it looks very <laughs> like that. Like you said, the CW, and like there was a, a part in that trailer where like there's some creep-tastic guy um like hovering over the girl she got her period i was just like jeez good god (laughs) that's the big bully moment that's the thing that makes me mad about this movie 1996 the movie is so dark and it's so raw if you guys remember we'll get into the synopsis later but the whole point was um sarah went out on a date with a guy and rebuffed his sexual advances. And then he told the school that she slept with him. And it was this, this <laughs> whole thing. And, and this idea that this new witch gets her really extensive, like she was heavily bleeding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Period in class in 2020 and these kids make fun of her. I don't buy it. I'm like, the, the Gen Z is not playing that, that game. They'd be like, oh, oh so. tampon, come on, let's just go. <laughs> exactly. I don't I don't see that. Like this that generation that. is so they're they're so much more um I don't know, accepting and accommodating yeah. of things of like, yeah. you know, I don't I what? And then also like like you were saying, the the ninety-six version was so much darker with everything. Like in like in the nineties you had this like grungy feel to a lot of the movies yes. that were out, like like the craft, the faculty, all that kind of stuff. And that adds to the atmosphere and the essence of this thing. Also, this is another, it's a small detail, but a detail, because I rewatched it last night in preparation for this. <laughs> Them being at a Catholic school yes. also gave that movie an atmosphere. Exactly. Like having Sarah first walk into this place where everyone is like conformed everyone is like wearing the uniform and she's the only one who isn't and then you have these girls who are wearing the uniform but they're like you know nancy's all gothed up still and like you know like they're they're different in a way and it's like when i look at the group of girls now there's nothing that signals to me that they are different you know what i mean yeah I don't know, so I don't, and I don't want to shit on the movie because I, I, I no. want to, I want to watch it. But there are some things I'm just like, hmm, I don't know what, what it will be. Look, trailers are know. hard, right? Because you gotta like mm-hmm. excite the fans and get new fans, and and mm-hmm. it all in like a two minute time. Um, I think the trailer fell short on this, especially because okay, so say. Say, for example, it's not actually a craft remake. They're just taking the, the title and they're going to do their own version. Well, then why use the We Are the Weirdos Mr. Line? Like, that throws me off. I re- uh-huh. And it was delivered so... Again, these actresses are great. I'm not talking about the actresses. Just the line delivery was so bad. It was forced. It, it was, was so forced. forced. And I was just like, if they're going to do nods like that to the original, like, one, don't have, like, a weirdo like polaroid that is obviously like some weird cgi thing and don't like have that forced line you could just like have i don't know 
like I don't know the girl um Levy's character wear like the thing that Rochelle was wearing around her neck when they were like walking or nods, something slight like nods. do slight nods like that like you don't have to to push it so much oh and going back to the the period thing the only reason the oh, and this is a stretch the only reason that I was like maybe was I'm like are they trying to do a homage to Carrie like was that something because she's Got a girl it. with power <laughs> Like, I, that's the only oh. thing I could think of. I was like, because that's a girl with power. Were they trying to do that? Maybe. I, I don't know. Not. I have no idea. But I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. But well, that might let's... be a stretch. Well, the writer and the director of this is Miss Zoe Lister-Jones. And if you don't know, Zoe um, is a proficient actress. She's been in like, good, uh, I'm sorry, uh, what is it? Not the good girl. Um, the new girl, you know, uh, with, with um all those other people. The new girl, she's been in Band-Aid, Breaking Up Words. She's a really great actress. Um, I don't know her as well as a writer and a director, but it, it was written by a woman. So it kind of makes me want to feel like I should give it some grace because look, directors don't make their trailers. Trailer people do. So I, I yeah. also know that for a fact that I'm like, I'm not going to blame the movie for something maybe marketing got wrong. But um, I am, we're both still going to see it. Mm -hmm. But just because we're fans doesn't mean we have to be blind. We're going to give our critique and our honest opinions, you guys, especially when it comes to black characters. That's why this podcast exists. I am worried, like you said, this uh, lovey is not going to get the respect and time that she deserves. Because if you guys know the history of the craft, very briefly, Rachel True was never supposed to, If you, and this, she says the story in the um, horror noir documentary on Cheddar, she wasn't supposed to get this role. This role was written for a white girl and had a whole different storyline. And when she auditioned for the role, they liked her, she got it. That's when the race storyline came to play and it was better for it. It actually mm -hmm. brought some stakes. It brought a high stakes to Rochelle's character. Um, you could still play the race thing today, depending on mm -hmm. where they are. Um, in the in the world, it does look like they're a very progressive school. Which, like you said, if they were in a Catholic school, maybe the race card would pay a little better. Um, mm -hmm. But if if their classmates can't even tolerate a period, I doubt they can tolerate tolerate black people. So <laughs> <laughs> black people on their period too. Black people on their period. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm really hoping they actually don't take that race conversation out of the piece because I still think it's important. Yes, 1996. Mm -hmm. It's, it, we're in the middle of a Black Lives Matter movement. It's still important today. Um, mm -hmm. Not that Black characters only have to be about the race, but in particular with the character of Rochelle, that one, when I watched it, of course, because I'm a Black woman, hit me the most out of all the storylines. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, fuck her up, please. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, beat her ass, Rochelle. Um, even though she gives grace to her, like, racist abuser towards the end, which I think was stupid, but. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to get into the show because we could talk about this trailer for another hour, but it's <laughs> online, you guys. Uh, take it with a grain of salt. Just go into the movie if you have to. All right. So now I'm going to talk about who's a part of this film, and then we're going to go into the synopsis, and we'll be stopping and starting, and should be a good time. Um, the original craft, 1996, was directed by Andrew Fleming, produced by Douglas Wick. It was also written by Andrew Fleming and Peter Fillard. Um, it's starring our girl Feruza Balk, Robin Turney, Nev Campbell, and of course, uh, our flower of the month, Rachel True. Um, cinematography by Alexander Gorensky, edited by Jeff Freeman. A lot of men! Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. like, all men! But okay, anyway, it had a budget of 15 million and made 55 million. And who says women can't sell box offices? <laughs> um, amazing, amazing, amazing. It was released in May of 1996. Yeah. Like, what this is a halloween yeah. movie but all right and it's it, for a may release for a horror film that's great numbers you guys it goes to show you the witch genre is always going to make you money uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> charmed buffy uh, practical magic like we need we need more witch movies period because it's always gonna make you money yeah people like witches um all right so here's the plot and stop and chime in anytime you want to talk about something because it's a very small synopsis on uh wiki Sarah Bailey, a troubled teenager with unusual abilities, has just moved from San Francisco to Los Angeles with her father and stepmother. At her new school, she forms a friendship with three outcast girls who are rumored to be witches. There's Bonnie Harper, who bears burn scars from an auto accident. Okay, let's stop here. <laughs> we didn't get that far. Actually, this is the first time I'm realizing it was from an auto accident. I thought they were burn scars from a fire. 
I thought she was born with them. I didn't even know. I thought they were like a weird genetic thing. I didn't know that it was yeah. like they never. I don't think they said that in they the don't. in the movie. And I've watched it a few times. So right, huh? Interesting, because I was. I assumed she like was in a fire when she was younger, and you know, mm-hmm. in her house fire or something, and then an auto accident. God, what kind of accident? Was it the car catch on fire? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what that was. And then also, another reason I thought it was from birth was that, because, like, there's a scene where the doctor's talking to her, and she says something about, like, gene therapy or something like that. Right, right. Or something. So I thought, I don't know, but, yeah, they did not make that clear. Well, let's take this with a grain of salt, uh, people, because this is Wikipedia, and I, I feel like anyone can change it, but I, it's it's in the plot, so yeah, it must have been fine. Um, also, to briefly... Uh, pause here i want to also give our condolences to sarah bailey's wig um robin (laughs) robin's wig is atrocious in this Mm -hmm. movie she did a movie before this i can't remember the name of it but she shaved her head for that project records and then by the time she got on set um look i know it was 1996 but uh mary j blige still had a better wig than this in 1996 there were some good you should have hired some black people we could have told you that wig ain't it (laughs) <laughs> that yeah no it was <laughs> yeah Stiff. even as a child i was looking i was like i can see like the where it meets her, her i see your lace like, girl her, yeah, i see your lace what the hell <laughs> speaking of stiff as a board <laughs> they're talking about her hair <laughs> um so we meet bonnie and then we meet nancy downs whose family lives in a trailer and whose stepfather is abusive <laughs> that's uh, that's her that's her downfall um i'm sorry pause, <laughs> sorry one pause though i think that in relation to to nancy and her trailer uh park history rochelle delivers one of the best lines in i think cinema period when she's like they're like what's wrong with her she's like i don't know she doesn't want to be white trash anymore and i told her you're white you're Do white <laughs> Brilliant, because it's just like right. What's Nancy's deal? Oh, she's white and she's poor. Uh, I'm going through racism. People are calling me Negroid, and you're just white and poor. Calm down. <laughs> that was an effortlessly delivered line by Rachel True. I want to know if she actually um, did that or if white men wrote it. And quick sidebar about Rachel True. So I did meet Rachel outside of the Afro Noir premiere in hollywood last or two years ago now and my baby was beautiful she's smaller than i imagined she's like five foot two she's you know you know you've seen rachel true's instagram and stuff she is flawless like she's eating her vegetables and drinking her water gorgeous gorgeous mm-hmm. and she was so so kind she was kind and i was like i'm a fan and like i know i'm here i'm a professional business but i am a fan she gave me her personal phone number just like adding, I never used it because I have so much respect for her. I'm like, I'm not just going to, hey, Rachel. Um, and she probably forgot that she gave it to me now or it's changed. But it's in my phone. I have Rachel True's phone number. Um, please, Rachel, if you're listening to this, you can take it back at any time. But I've never abused it. You can never say <laughs> that I abused it. I almost called her to see if she would guess on this episode. But um, again, I didn't want to bother her. I'm just like, yeah. I don't want to bother you. But Rachel's also very, very outspoken about how she was treated, not only during this film, but during the marketing for this film, and currently on the circuits. If you guys don't know, um, there are so many horror conventions. I love going to them. I don't know how many you've been to, Jessica. None. No. Oh, my God. Okay, they're yeah. fun, but there is, like, I went to Scream Fest last year here in L.A., and there is something, again, because the genre is not really welcoming the Black people, and neither are these conventions. Like, I'm mm-hmm. one of the few Black women there um and you just don't feel like you're a part of this world um Mm -hmm. and rachel has been saying that like you know she'd see the other girls go to convention and that's where you make your money also you know anything about horror conventions they actually charge you for selfies i had no idea like i went to see the cast of um nightmare on elm street and like oh it's 20 for a selfie i was like on my own phone (laughs) get out or give me a a a a book or something no on my own phone 20 dollars. so that's where a lot of people make their money they do these conventions they sell their other products they sign books so when you're not getting invited to these things you're not a part of that money-making business. And, and Rachel's been very vocal of like, the only one who's really, she shaded the other girls. The only one who's been really calling it out is Feruza. Feruza's always yeah. been like, bring Rachel, bring Rachel. Um, so that's unfortunate. That's why we're doing this episode because we want to give Rachel True her flowers. Um, and it's, a, it's actually disappointing to me. I'm looking at the IMBDs. I know we said we're going to talk, stop talking about the trailer, but I don't 
see any of these girls on the list at all. Like, okay, so maybe they are doing the whole mother-daughter connection. I really do hope, though, that they do bring Rachel True back for this remake. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like that would break my heart if even Feruza came back, but not even Rachel. Oh, Feruza's dead, so <laughs> we'll get there. Um, she's dead? Oh, no, she's just crazy. You're yeah, right. Yeah, she's just crazy. Yeah, she's, crazy. she's just crazy. Yeah. Oh, so maybe she's going to come back. It would still make me sad if Rachel was left out. Um, yeah. And then lastly, we meet Rochelle. <laughs> Rochelle. I wonder if that was her name before she got cast. Zimmerman, a black girl. That's literally what it says on this. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I make this clear, Wikipedia people. She is black. A black girl who is subjected to racist bullying by a group of white girls on her swimming team. Like, that didn't, of course we know they're white. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thanks, Wiki, yeah. for pointing that out. Who else is going <laughs> to make fun of her? Um, it's pretty brutal racism, too. It's, like, really brutal racism. It's not just, like, uh, microaggression. These girls are truly racist. Yeah, yeah. It's, high. like, they pull no punches with that. Like, they are very clear that they... Like, she says it to her straight up. <laughs> like, yeah. Because you're a Negro. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and great delivery by Ben Stiller's wife, who I can't remember her name. I'm sorry, Christine something. I, I apologize. I can't remember it right now. I feel terrible. Um, yeah. I will say I'm, I'm giving my uh, dead flowers, I'm, a new segment called Dead Flowers, dead flowers to the rest of the girls, Bonnie and um, Nancy, for not sticking up for their black friend in the way mm -hmm. that allies should. They're just kind of like, like, oh, you're just being bullied. She's not just being bullied, you guys. <laughs> like, she's dealing with racism. And they just kind of, like, let it, let Rochelle handle it. And I'm sorry, that's just not what I think. Yeah. Fucking Nancy, you're a witch. Like, come on. I get yeah. it, your powers I, weren't really great, but come on. I mean, yeah, I, I don't really know how they were dealing with anything <laughs> like well, they true. were just they were just i don't i mean i really don't know because like until sarah gets there you kind of just get this weird the girls just seem to be following nancy around like you know really quiet like i don't know what do you call them henchmen or like yeah. henchwomen or something like that not really standing up for laggies. themselves so yeah, yeah laggies kind of a thing so i don't even know what was going on but i'm sure they were not like um I don't know, empathetic spoke, towards, yeah. yeah, towards what she was going through. Hmm. Mm, and Rochelle, I know you have to pick some sort of clique because you're the only black girl in this school, but uh, pick better friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're just trying to assimilate and survive, girl. I know it, but oof. yeah, got to do a little bit better. Um, okay, then when Bonnie, oh, sorry, I skipped a set. At the same time, Sarah becomes attracted to a football team member, Chris Hooker. Um, Bonnie, Nancy, and Rochelle worship a deity named Monon. When Bonnie observes Sarah levitating a pencil in class, she and the group become convinced that Sarah is the white girl to complete their coven as the fourth, making them all so powerful. When Sarah is harassed by a vagrant with a snake, um, who she had encountered before at the new house, he is immediately hit by a car, and the girls believe that together they willed it to happen. It's also re uh, revealed that Sarah had uh, attempted suicide in the past, so Sarah is going through a lot she's moved from san francisco here with her dad she has a suicide history the girls are very drawn to her um she's randomly floating pencils in class like no one's watching <laughs> so i don't know what's up with that um after a date with chris and chris what's who's chris hold on skeet early or, yeah mm -hmm. no skeet from scream I yeah, I just I actually just tweeted that uh, last night because I was once again rewatching the craft and I was just like, it's incredible how like in Scream, Billy is hot and in mm -hmm. in the craft, Billy's not he hot. makes he makes my skin crawl. He yeah. is just gross city. Like, I'm, there's not even a like just fuck boy written all over him. Right, and, like, we're more in the attracted to him as a murderer than we are as a sexual. Most definitely. Most definitely. A serial killer. Not so hot sexual assaulter. <laughs> At least he was like respectful of Sydney's wishes. You know what I mean? Like, what? Like, like, yeah. Well, I mean of the, the sexual stuff. Oh. That's okay. what I mean. Like not he of the murder. Her. He killed her best friend. He tied up her daddy. Well, but when it came to the sex, he, he was just oh, like, okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Every, you know, serial killers have their boundaries. He's like, he's, exactly. he's like, I'm not that bad of a guy. I'm not like a rapist. Exactly. But not, not Chris though. Not Chris. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> 
But Skeet, um, uh, every time I say, ah, Skeet, Skeet, sorry. Yeah, I just think that too. <laughs> Why did your parents do that to you? Did they not know? <laughs> he must have been terribly bullied in high school. But yeah. um, it would have been me. But uh, he's wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, what a time for him. <laughs> These two movies. What a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the day with Chris, uh, with Chris Sarah is upset to find that he has spread a false rumor that they went to have sex and that she was terrible in bed. I think she's more offended that she wasn't good in the fake rumor <laughs> than the rumor. And I would be too, honestly. Like, yeah. you don't even know. Prove <laughs> 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 it. <laughs> um, when Sarah confronts him, he treats her disrespectfully in front of his friends. In response, Sarah casts a love spell. Rochelle casts a revenge spell on the racist bully, Laura um laura lizzie what a name yeah <laughs> <laughs> gosh bonnie cast a spell for beauty and nancy won for power okay so let's talk about these these spells here okay so nancy casting a love spell from her abuser i'm not gonna judge um someone who's abused um mm, did she need the validation for someone who made it up a rumor of her no but i get what she was trying to do so okay sorry not nancy sarah okay sarah i'll give you that one now, Rochelle, queen, you did that, girl. You let that mm-hmm. girl's hair fall out. She was in the shower crying like a bitch. Yes, Rochelle. <laughs> she deserved more, but I, I'm giving you two snaps for that one, baby. It, it, it also looks painful. Looks too, so painful. Because, like, because, like, it wasn't just that her hair was falling out. Like, there were, like, sores and stuff in her head. And I was just like, yes, that's it's exactly it. It's what she deserves. It's what she deserves. <laughs> Mm-hmm. brilliant Mwah. two kisses for that Rochelle now Bonnie 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 I get it I mean if I had this scar first of all it's on your back girl like no one can see it but you but I get you want to play bikini season hot girl summer you can't do it because you're scarring so she uses her power to get rid of her scarring all the things in the world you could do baby that's what you pick world hunger i'm just kidding i'm not gonna judge you <laughs> <laughs> you know she doesn't think you're martyr fine nancy wants power which is interesting because at first um it appears like nancy just wants like her stepdad to be dead but you do see the plan she you know i, I like nancy she is a woman with a plan she had a long-term plan all these girls getting like quick satisfying stuff she's like ah, kill the stepfather get the house get my mom situated and then world domination exactly yeah yeah so i think she really wanted money and then her dad her stepdad dying at first at first i think she wanted money and the stepdad stepdad gone and then like it became power because uh, you like the way that i think she they call i'm sorry you're probably gonna get there and think but they call the corners after he's he's dead already yeah like yeah so but yeah yeah, and speaking of which, so so this these spells work, and yeah, they do call the corners afterwards. Um, uh, and and Nancy and her mama move up to a high rise, and they live in the you know the good life. But mm-hmm. then Nancy becomes really greedy for power. She doesn't. She's not satisfied anymore. She wants more, and she encourages the others to join her. And what we and what they call is the invocation of the spirit. That's when they call the corners and. And uh, <laughs> my favorite scene in this movie is just like they all wake up on the beach. Look, where's Nancy? <laughs> This bitch is on the ocean walking. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the devil, but Jesus himself on the ocean walking. And these girls are just mouth open. I was like, that's how you clear a bitch right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Nancy. And then there's sharks. There's sharks on the beach. And she says, this is my offering. You know, this is from unknown. He's happy with me. Um, Which, by the way, this, and I feel like, I feel like the the movie is really good in many ways and that like it's not usually you can tell when like men are writing women right yeah, yes, when men yes. are writing like women characters because it's done so poorly yep. in this movie I don't think it was done that bad in fact I think they did a really good job but the thing I think they missed the mark on was still making the, whatever they pray to be a male entity Yes, if you like, yes, this is true. Because if you know anything about Wiccans, it's all female, it's mm-hmm. all divine womanhood, the womb. The, yeah, so mm-hmm. praying to a man, giving a sharks. Please. Yeah, because like so, they, they make a point of it and say it's not God or the devil, right? Right. Both male things. They could have made it be something more female centric to to drive home this like theme in there about like women coming together, but they don't. 
Um, and they made up Manon too. Like I don't think that's a real thing. I think they yeah, made I don't think that's movie. real either. So, so I think Andrew have... Andrew thinks he's Manon. <laughs> the writer, he's like, I'm Manon. I want these, I want these women that worship me. Um, but okay, so they do these spells, and of course, you know the rule. Or if you guys have seen the movie, the rule is whatever you do comes back times three. So you have to be careful, which is kind of like a rule I have in life when you're like um, manifesting, just like. <laughs> do be careful you never know what's going to come back to you and how much so you have to know that so the the spells turn really negative really quick bonnie becomes aggressively narcissistic because she is hot now she hot now i always say nev candle is that girl she's mm-hmm. oh my god i just realized it was nev and skeet or and skeet in the same yeah movie. why am and, i just realizing that yeah 96 97 was a good year for them yeah good year for them yeah um, and nev is still that girl okay scream five is coming out she's still mm-hmm. our girl um she becomes narcissistic she's she's a bitch but she's hot rochelle <laughs> rochelle land uh finds laura traumatized by her baldness and sobbing hysterically and i'm just like okay rochelle this, that has nothing to do with you she was racist to you mm-hmm. bald you you let her get a by, by so easily you could have done anything else please she could borrow um robin's tacky wig yeah yeah <laughs> Go buy, go buy a MAGA hat. That's probably what you want to wear go anyway. Go buy a MAGA hat. So <laughs> I'll cover that right now. Yeah, Rochelle's <laughs> spell worked exactly how it was supposed to. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why she had some grace for this white girl, but okay. Yeah, I don't know why they, they made her be remorseful for that at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, okay, I, nothing happened to me. I was good. I'm good, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, the funniest part, is because not in here, is the moment that... Um, What's her name? Uh, Laura goes to the party and she stops Rochelle. She's like, hi. And she's like balding. I'm like, girl, if you don't take your ass home. <laughs> you don't need to be at no party now. Come know, on. Right? What is she doing here? Like, Why are you here? Like, you didn't buy a wig. <laughs> you just came outside. <laughs> Look at my um, Rochelle's like, oh my God. <laughs> Get her <away. laughs> The one with the serious um, backlash though was Sarah's Chris attempts to rape her um, when she rejects his continued advances. Now, this is always up to date. Like, was it the spell or was it him? I'm partial that that's in him. Like, that is yeah. him. I don't yeah. think that exists with, I think that still exists without the spell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think the spell, I don't think, I think that spell, like, just brought out something that was in him more. Right. Like, I don't think it, it caused him to do that. Because, like, if he was a good person, he probably still would have been obsessed with her. Right. But it wouldn't have turned violent like that, you know? No. Like, I, 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 yeah, he was just a dick from, from jump. So from I'm jump. sure, yeah, that wasn't a big, big leap for him. Right. So no sympathy for me, from me to Chris, uh, spell or no spell, which was kind of the play. They kind of, when Nancy, which we'll get into later, gets to Chris's they're kind of like well he didn't do it it's it's not his fault no bitch come on Nancy knew what I what we all know to be true is like if that's in you mm-hmm. there a spell or not that's in you and Nancy mm-hmm. was going to handle it accordingly now why she didn't have this kind of heat for her friend Rochelle I will mm-hmm. never understand but uh, well she had a she had a vendetta against Chris too though because he's that's true he they did. slept together or something like that and he spread a rumor about her that's true. Um, so, like, she hated him already. I don't think she actually did that for Sarah. I think just knowing Nancy and her character, I don't think that was really for her. It gave her a reason to go over there. Gave but, her a reason, yeah. Yeah, she was going to do that anyway. So when she went to the party, you guys, you know, where bald-headed Laura was at, um, she did this glamour spell to make herself look like Sarah, and she tries to fool fool Chris into having sex and you know she does a really cool like reveal where it's not me anymore Sarah interrupts they get to the party um Nancy uh Feruza does the greatest <laughs> what is the line what is the line oh he's what is it he's um he's sorry he's sorry he's sorry he's sorry it's amazing it is <laughs> so good and as she's doing this she's like floating on her tiptoes of her little pointy shoes like a witch <clears throat> and Chris goes boop out the window and he dies Yay! Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, I'm like, is this a comedy? Is this a romantic comedy? Where's the horror? Where is the horror? <laughs> Every, this all sounds good to me. Racist women bald, abusers flying out the window. What's the problem? <laughs> Every, everything I want in a film. <laughs> everything I want. Which 
Which is why the new, new trailer is so disappointing because you're just like. Yeah, I don't know that 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 little fuckboy kid is gonna die. I don't think so. I don't think they have the balls to do it. So yeah, which is yeah. sad. I'm like kill yeah. them all. But. Yeah. Um, so bye bye Chris. Bye goes out uh Chris goes out the window and uh, Nancy is just so shocked, so shocked, um, that she goes into the bathroom and she tries to perform a binding spell, which I wanna pause here because I wanna have a very, very serious converse just a quick conversation. <clears throat> to all of the ladies who are Wiccas and witches out there, where the fuck have y'all been? Y'all were supposed to bind Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You're supposed to have your little dolls or whatever spells out for Trump. Where are y'all? We is 2020 is crazy. What are you doing? It is now bewitching season. If I don't see a cauldron, if I don't see a broom, if I don't see some spells, if I don't see some shit really happening, I'm gonna stop believing in y'all right here. <laughs> like, who did yeah. that find RBG? Whose job was it? <laughs> they they dropped the ball there. Who God. dropped the ball? Who has to show up to the coven meeting this week and go, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, she's sorry. She's sorry. <laughs> like, it's like that TikTok with the girl. Have you seen it? The meteor no. meteor one. Oh, I yeah. haven't seen that. I heard all about it, but I, I, wanna, um, I haven't seen it. I have to watch it soon. Well, that's how she's going to show up. Tears okay. in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm so sorry. Witches, I, I want you to win. I believe in you. I've always loved you, but you're not holding court right now. You're dropping the ball. I need y'all to like, come on. If I can, if I can give my hypothesis about that, I yeah. feel like they, they're trying, but I feel like he, just look at him. They're, that whole cult of mag, they have something going on. They're sacrificing shit too. Like, he's on some other shit. They're, like, he's bathing in... in. All right, so it's like... <laughs> like yeah, the they're fighting. Yeah, they're fighting. They're like I in Harry Potter when the wines connect and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what's happening right All now. Right, I'll, I'll give the witches some grace, but it's been four years, so either, you know, you... you yeah. Get their spells, or I don't know, but um, we yeah. need y'all. Like, tap, yeah. tap, it's your time. Come on, Tighten tap, up, yeah. Tighten up. <laughs> Whew. Um, so now, okay, so the binding doesn't work, okay, and the girls really start to become bullies, which is the only aspect of this film that is a little problematic with me. I'm just like, ah, I hate that the, all the women turn against each other just because, like, one was not down with it. But that's the power of Nancy of just influencing her little minions, really, and mm -hmm. just wanting all the power. So they go through all these things, like, pretend, like, Nancy, um, sorry, Sarah's parents were in a car accident and put bugs in her house, and, and at the end, Sarah taps into her power, and she does the same. She turns it around back on them because she's actually the powerful one. I think all the girls have the ability, but Sarah is actually that bitch. She has the real power. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Ro <laughs> Rochelle and Bonnie dip. <laughs> mm -hmm. Bye, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Sarah uh, tricks the, I'm sorry, she treats the fuck out of Nancy so much that Nancy is like at the end of the movie in this padded padded cell just like oh, i was powerful i was yeah. powerful <laughs> um, yeah. it's crazy so that 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 last sequence was really really cool just all the things that they're doing the snakes always get me to this day yeah. i do not like snakes and they were real <laughs> yeah those are real snakes they like that that whole last act of them in the house um i think is it's it's so frightening and that's where the real horror comes in for me yeah. with that movie but like it, the snakes the roaches worms they really pulled no punches with that like there's all the, kinds yeah, of yeah the gross... roaches especially coming out of oh no no, no. Yeah, they were coming out of like her finger there was a real one on on Fruzabelle's face and i was yep. like oh girl you really wanted that check because it couldn't have been me but yeah, like but yeah, yeah, it was it was just it was amazing and then like there's there's some things I want to, I, 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 cause I watched some deleted scenes, right? Oh, okay. Actually, never seen deleted scenes. Okay. There's, there's oh. two deleted scenes, right? Okay. And there's one, and I'm glad they took out this one, even though I was reading the comments and they, people were not happy, but there's one where Sarah goes to visit Bonnie in the hospital, right? Interesting. Okay. And this is before like her, her back, Bonnie's back is healed. And she basically begs Sarah to do the spell, like a spell on her to like to take away the scars, right? Yeah. Because what they were doing before wasn't working. And so Sarah does it. And then I, I'm assuming what happens after is then that 
that's what works for Bonnie. So, ah, okay. And the reason why I'm glad they took that scene out was because it that made it seem like everything really was Sarah. Exactly. Like, that because like even in the scene where um when they were doing the thing with Rochelle, she's the one who braided in the hair. Yep. Like the hair that they took from Lizzie to Rochelle's and stuff like yep. that. And it looked like really if, if if they did that, it would have looked like only Sarah had power and Nancy was gaining power. Exactly. Like. So I'm glad that they didn't put that in because then without it, it did look like it was a, they were a coven. They were really working together. Exactly. And that was the whole yeah. thing. It's just like, you need, you need all four of them. I mean, mm-hmm. Sarah could stand alone, but I really feel like you need all four corners, right? Yeah. Um, it is something, as we said at the end, you know, Rochelle and Bonnie come back to kind of say hi to Sarah. And they're like, oh, do you have any powers? And she's like, no. She's like, oh, ours, I bet she doesn't have any either. And they mm-hmm. walk away snickering. And I'm just like, wait, wait, you're still a bitch, Bonnie? Mm-hmm. this doesn't make sense to me like why are you still a bitch after everything y'all went through like i thought it was i thought it was nancy you guys were flunkies but no you guys are just bad you're just awful. I think, yeah yeah i don't even i was I don't confused even know. that threw me off that threw me off because i was just like i thought it was all about nancy but, but okay no these girls are just and then sarah proves them very quickly by throwing a, a tree branch at them <laughs> yeah that, that might have just been like a writing thing just to prove that she did i don't know yeah. but but yeah that was disappointing that they that they turned like you said that they turned against each other or turned against her so easily right like, right it, it's disappointing like, if anything it should have been the takedown of powerful nancy with these three girls because mm-hmm. i would have loved to see that battle like nancy mm-hmm. was super powerful and then with rochelle and bonnie's um help maybe sarah Mm. I don't know, but it worked, you know, they already made the movie, it came out, like, 20 years ago, so I can't change Mm -hmm. it. Anyway, that is The Craft, you guys. We had a shorter episode today because I have, unfortunately, a work life, but um, I want to, Jessica, give us your last words about this movie, either good or bad, or what it means to you, um, as a weirdo yourself. (laughs) We are the the weirdos, mister. (laughs) Um, the craft as a whole, what, what are you thinking? Last words about it. The craft is in my groundwater. It is, uh, the stuff that I draw from when I am writing, when I am thinking about anything that has to do with the, with horror, with the paranormal. It's why I named my main character in my books, Berserk, Rochelle. She is the namesake of Rochelle from the movie. And like, I feel in my mind, my character kind of like is like an answer to, to not only what Rochelle went through in the movie, but a lot of what Rachel True went through in her career, like always playing the best friend. Um, so that movie has stuck with me. That was like my beginnings of like looking or, or searching for like, uh, for wishy things, for, for my own power, I guess. I love that. And, and, and you brought up a good point. Usually on this, up on Afro Horror, we talk about what trope this movie falls under. And it's definitely the Black best friend, you guys. Like, that's all her, her role is. She's the Black best friend. You know, she has some fun quippy lines. And uh, she's really just there to service the white character. And I want to see what Rochelle's home like. Like, that's, before we leave, that's another thing that pisses me off. We got to see Sarah's parents, Nancy's parents, even Bonnie's mom. We never get to see Rochelle fully live outside of her friends. Like, mm-hmm. what are her parents like? What are her black parents like? Do they know they're, she's practicing witchcraft? Do they prey on her because all black parents are like, the devil? Yeah. <laughs> I was also wondering because her last name is Zimmerman or something yeah. like that. Or, yeah. I was like, is she, is her, is her dad white? Or right. Is she mixed? Like, like, what's yeah, going on? Ooh. Yeah. We don't get to live outside of her. I'm wondering if she adopted. That was my original question. Sorry, mm-hmm. I know you gotta go. But like, cause like also the last name, but then also they're letting their black child go to an all white school. Thank you. All white school. I was like, there's something odd about that. So I was hanging so- out at all hours of the night. I was like, and what black house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. She's adopted. She had white parents. That's what that was. We've come to the yeah. conclusion 20 years later that Rochelle was adopted. So everyone yeah. can um thank us for that. We, you know, scientific yeah. history. But you're welcome. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. 20 years it took. Uh, it only makes sense. And that's why I'm uh, as grateful as I am for Andrew Fleming, the director and writer, to have that foresight to say, hey, Rachel's great. Let's let's make her black. Who says she has to be white? It just shows you it's not enough just to change the character. Um, yeah. 
you have to really fully dive into their life. Why is this black girl here? Is she adopted? Like, we got to see other things. That, but that's that's to say, like, Andrew Fleming's clearly not black, and I don't know how many black people he engages with, but we smell that out really quickly. We go, something's mm-hmm. not right here. Why? How are you able to practice <laughs> witchcraft in your black house? There's mm-hmm. no way. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, um, so I would love if the new craft 2020 would actually let us see that girl's home but of course as we said in earlier we're predicting that it's bonnie and her i'm not bonnie it is rochelle and that they are somehow connected which is lazy if we're being honest it's so lazy but Mm -hmm. whatever um my final words for the craft 1996 it's one of those you guys it's halloween time so you're gonna see on every channel but it is i can watch that movie over and over again i never get sick of that movie and yeah. I always find something new every time I watch it, whether it's a camera placement or a line or, or something. It's very, very well done. Um, and I love this movie. It, it, it you know, it's made, always made me interested in the art of Wiccan uh, or witchcraft and especially my love for Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Willow. <laughs> um, first time seeing a black woman as a witch for me. I, again, I grew up in the 90s, so I'm sorry if there were other examples of it before and you can get mad at me, but that was my first example. I was six years old when this movie came out, so give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you haven't seen it, watch it before you watch the, that's the only time I'll say, you know, don't go in fresh, go see this one and have an appreciation for the original. And then go, we'll see the new one, which comes out, they said, October in the trailer and I was like I don't think so but <laughs> but maybe it's coming on streamers I don't know I don't I don't know maybe they're cutting the theatrical release oh yeah no it's gonna be on demand I believe I don't think it's gonna be in theaters at all gotcha okay yeah. well it definitely looks like an on-demand movie and that is full <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. it's it looks like a Hulu, like a Hulu uh, it, yeah, original it, yeah life after dark series that you know mm-hmm. Mm. anyway uh this has been this has been our episode for october you guys i'm so sorry i wanted to do like three episodes this month but i just got so busy with regular life but um jessica tell the people where they can find you online if you want you don't have to but tell them where they can follow you yeah so you can follow me at just i guess uh 90 on twitter or uh you can go to also go to blackgirlsguidehorror.com and i also have a twitter for that and it's at black girls without the eye horror so yeah at black girls yeah. without the eye horror perfect <laughs> and as always you can find me on twitter at i am Charday sellers and you should follow the afro horror twitter as well and instagram um we'll be back next month i don't know what the episode is don't ask me but this was so great to have you you're you're it's like eight o'clock where you are um where are you in new york florida florida oh my gosh you're in florida wait, wait what city uh fort lauderdale okay um that's so cool I, i'm working with a group from florida right now and i'm learning a lot about your state bless you good god yeah <laughs> I, don't bless judge me you. please don't judge me <laughs> i'll pray for you that's what i'm gonna do that, thank you <laughs> we need it a lot. florida Woo, florida um yeah. so um thank you so much for staying up and for doing this i know it's a little bit shorter but um i think we covered some we covered everything that needs to be covered mm. in this pretty quickly so i appreciate that i'd love to have you back on the show please please do honestly this was fun and uh no thank you for having me like i would love to come back and talk about black women in horror or whatever really just horror related (laughs) yes and please keep writing again when you're done with your script pass it on over give me some notes or i can pass it on to someone else but we need more black women horror screenwriters we just do um across the board we need you we need you we need you please keep writing please keep writing. Um, all right, you guys, that does it for us for this month. Uh, as always, subscribe. If, if you like the show, leave a review. If you didn't like the show, keep it to yourself. You know, I always say that. Um, and we'll see you next month. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. Oh, wait, real quick, Jessica, what are you going for Halloween this year in your house? Uh, I'm going to be Garnett from, um, from Steven Universe. What? Um, I'm going to yeah. be, um, do you watch Real Housewives of Potomac? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I laughed at that. <laughs> it's, well, on the show, one of the housewives has a bird named T'Challa. Oh, I did on this show. I have seen it. When he said Real Housewives, at first I thought about, like Atlanta. But no, I have seen this. Yes. I'm going to be the bird. <gasps> oh, my God. I love- <laughs> oh, my God.
my god, this is gonna be amazing. I'm excited. I'm already looking for the costume and the makeup. I'm gonna be T'Challa the bird from Real Housewives of Potomac for Halloween in my house. So I'm happy. Mm. Um, okay, Jessica, so nice to meet you. I gotta run to the next meeting, but you guys will uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Afro Horror. Please subscribe and leave a comment if you'd like what you heard. We want to send a special shout out to Jaren Hemphill for our amazing logo design. Thanks, Jaren. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at at Afro Horror or on our website, www.afrohorror.com. No copyright infringement was intended while recording this podcast.